Hello, everyone. I was so close to just starting this. Hello. <laughs> My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt Emily. Hello. What would you have done if I had just done the first hello? That would have been great. It would have worked out. I So, okay. I w- inside Insider facts, guys. So, normally we have like a few seconds of silence before we start recording so that I can get the uh, neutral room noise so that I can edit that out of the final recording uh you know it's just like hums of the room today it's because our teapot is growling at us it's very strange i we have no explanation for this but it is growling uh and sometimes it's hard to get i i found that it sometimes it's hard to get out of the five seconds of silence and be excited so i was trying to be really excited i was trying to make sure i got an excited hello out of out of it so if you had started it would have been fine as long as you were also excited (laughs) Uh, but I've listened to a couple of recent episodes and I was like, I'm not starting off as excited as I want to be, but I'm excited to be here, home, in my home. <laughs> um, I can't say I'm excited to be in your home because I just love being in my own home, but I am excited to be recording this podcast. Does don't that make sense? Don't you like my home? I think your home is great. Thank you. <laughs> uh emily what are the people at home listening to right now uh i have a story to tell you but first what are the people listening at home listening to they could be in cars um i'm just pointing that out they could be at work they could be anywhere they, they don't have be, to be at home a, yes that's true this i'm is, mostly not at home when i listen to a podcast this is not a home-centric podcast mm, it's made in a home my, that's true. my home <laughs> but the people out there mm-hmm. they're listening to us matt and emily yeah emily and matt matt and emily we're gonna talk about tea soon tea will come up the beverage right yes we are friends the two of us are friends yes we like each other (laughs) yes we and most importantly we have topics is that most importantly i'd say top three most importantly top three tea topics and friendship yes um we have topics matt doesn't know my topic that's true and emily does not know mine so we're gonna share each other share with each other our topics yes so some weeks you might be listening to this some weeks and we have a guest and Mm -hmm. uh you know it's usually some kind of comedian person or maybe it's not uh and then they talk to us about their topic well that person's not here this week no uh we have no guests just us this was what we would call in our business a matt and emily alone yeah our business no one else's business this is one business although this is not really a business because we make no money <laughs> and we're part of no corporation. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I wish we were part of a corporation. God, I wish we were part of a huge conglomeration. Like we were like, nobody knew it. Yeah. But we were just like the tiniest little department of the biggest company in the world. <laughs> like we worked for like Bain Capital or something like gonna that. I was going to go with Disney. <laughs> Disney's good. Disney's more realistic because it's actually entertainment. But I think Bain Capital is funnier because it'd be like, you know, you're you're at you're at Thanksgiving, yeah, like you w- were a few days ago. I was a few weeks, a few days ago, a week ago, one week from ago. today. Uh, and they'd be like, "Oh, what are you up to? Where are you working now?" And you could be like, well, "I work for Bain Capital." And then you'd be like, "Emily, you don't seem like a investor. Um, what kind of investor are they?" Like capital know. capital venture sure venture capitalist oh boy <laughs> just like the people from wedding crashers yeah 
Uh, you don't seem like a venture capitalist. You don't seem like you take over companies and liquidate them and take their assets and sell them off for profit. You look <laughs> like a, a nice, normal person who would just have a podcast. And then you can be like, yes, I work for Bain Capital in their podcast division. <laughs> they only have one podcast and it's about tea and friendship. <laughs> and liquidating people's assets. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. You have a story? Um, it's we... not that good of a story now that I'm thinking about it. But while I was home for Thanksgiving, um, I played games with my family. Mm-hmm. And we play this game called Game of Things. And game of Things. I'm Yes. And one of the, like, it gives you a prompt, like, things you want to do outside of the home. <laughs> that was the prompt that I'm thinking about. I don't know if it was worded it like that exactly. And my answer was, literally, I never want to leave my home. And that was my defense for why. Oh. That was my defense for my earlier comment that I just, but, but I also just like you don't, being in my own home. But also you don't like having people over. So I don't. you don't like being near people. Is that what I'm getting out of this? It's not that I don't like having people over. It's that when I'm home, I just want to be alone. But all you but when I'm out, is, I want to be with around people. But, but truly all you want to be is home, which is what you just said. I know. I just love being at my own home. I like to light a candle. Uh-huh. I like to have my computer. I like to have my Apple TV. Like I like that? to watch little baby Yoda on my TV. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm getting mixed signals here whether you like hanging out with people or not <laughs> uh, I'm going to be personally hurt by this and I'll think about it all night long but we should move on <laughs> um, you had a good Thanksgiving? I did I had a wonderful Thanksgiving great uh, let's go to tea talk oh, how was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> it, was, it was great uh, I always have a good Thanksgiving good to see all my friends I'm, I'm out of my house for a few days which is stressful but you know you're not going to have tea growl at you if you're not at your house. No. not uh, It only growls. We have a special growling pot. It's like the it's like a Pokemon that we fill with tea. In the new Pokemon game, there's a teapot character. <laughs> growl pot. It is a ghost type Pokemon. I will say that. Let's go to tea Spooky talk. tea. <laughs> Spook tea. Are you, you going to sing this song? No, I'm thinking of good tea ghost names. Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk. We're talking tea today. It's tea time. Um, Matt, I have a tea for you. Yes, I've not sipped any of it yet, but uh, you are the one who brought the tea. Yes, I brought this tea from my home. This is ginger lemon Thai rooibos tea. Another rude boy. Another rude boy by the Spice Professors. So they went to college, yes. graduated college, they got their masters, master's, doctorate, probably. Master's, then doctorate, yeah. Um, and then got hired to work at a university. Absolutely. Probably right. tenured. You probably wouldn't go by a professor unless you're tenured. I guess you do. You go yeah. by it ahead of time. But let's just say, because they, because they had enough time to become professors and name their company that, that they are probably tenured now. Mm-hmm. So these are some smart fellas. Yeah, they're doctors of tea. Ladies. Fellas, is that just guys? Fellas, when you say fellas, I think so. I mean, I think I call everyone dude. Okay. And I think that's a that's a a male like I will say that to people, and they'll be like, "That's a boy's name," and I'm like, "Nope, I call it to everyone." Mm-hmm. Hey, dude, you don't call me dude. You're not eight. Um, <laughs> spice professors, do you want to know what's in this tea mat? Uh, yeah, I would love to. Lemon. Mm-hmm. lemongrass ginger 
and lime. And let me tell you, it truly does have lemon in it. There's a big old wedge in there. Yeah, I think the lemon is what's growling. It's a personal theory. Mm. <laughs> it's turning into a real lemon again, and it yeah. was like groaning about it. I just wanted to be waterless. <laughs> um, Lemons actually are afraid of water. That is true. I love lemon water. <laughs> just stared at me. <laughs> Such intensity. <laughs> Ginger lemon Thai tea is known for its. There's four... There's four bullet points that it's known for. Are you ready? It's known for four things. All right. Oh, boy, my voice. It's known for four things. You going through puberty? Bullet number one is... I'm going through getting old. (laughs) Colorful presentation. Loose leaves. I did not read these beforehand. Caffeine-free properties. Natural flavors. I love every single one of those. It's known for these things? (laughs) It's known for these... It's known for these things. Um... Do you want me to read the copy of it? That's my favorite part. Yeah. So I'm going to. Are you searching for the perfect natural tea that provides you a soothing experience? It doesn't matter if you have a sore throat or not. The ginger lemon Thai tea here at Spice Professionals helps to soothe your throat. So if you have a cold, make sure you have some ginger lemon Thai available to you. The ingredients in this loose leaf tea blend give you the relaxing and soothing qualities that you need. Day or night mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to say that i i i i strongly agree with that copy this like feels like the kind of tea you would want when you were sick like i know a lot of people come on this podcast and they say i drink tea when i'm sick when they say that this is the tea they should be drinking <laughs> this feels like yeah i don't know it's got the lemon strong the strong lemon flavor yeah. to it it feels like the kind of tea you'd want to drink if you were sick and would probably still taste, have like a good taste, even if you had like a cold and, you know, when you have a cold and you can't taste yeah. things as well. This would probably still have a really strong flavor to it. Yeah. Um, and it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> I would like to update the ingredient list because the internet has better ingredient lists than the actual label. It's ribose, rooibose, lemongrass, lemon pieces, ginger root, lime, marigold petals. And it does have ginger root. I definitely saw that when I was pouring uh, the tea in. Yeah, the the ingredients on the, the can. And by the way, this comes in a little tuna can. <laughs> um, they're sort of just like baseline. Like it's it's part of the main label. Like it's not even like these are the ingredients. It's just like, hey, you get this and this is what's in it. Mm-hmm. Which sounds like the same thing, but it's like less matter of factly. It's just yeah. like, it's more a part of the packaging yeah. than it is part of um how, like nutritional facts yeah there's definitely no nutritional facts i'm uh when emily handed me this little tuna tin <laughs> i remarked how the label didn't feel real like it feels like someone just stuck a sticker on it's it. it's definitely a sticker yeah um not to take anything away from this tea because i'm enjoying it um do you taste the ginger um let me take another sip hold on matt's taking another sip um i'm gonna take another sip when he's done taking a sip i don't know if i taste the ginger although i'm not 100 percent certain maybe i do maybe i don't matt thoughts i think the bite to it is the ginger it's not very gingery but it does have like sort of a bite that ginger would provide okay do you taste the marigold petals no no do you taste the lime no i taste lemon 
I taste lemon too. And rooibos. Little uh, rude boys. I taste the rude boys. I taste the ginger bite. Because it's, it's more... Yes. Yeah, so here's the thing. It's more than rude uh, boy, boy and lemon. Yes. Uh, the ginger, I think, is definitely putting some of that in there. And there's the lemongrass, which I guess is... I also taste. Sure. Uh, yeah. It didn't quite look like grass. It was a... I thought we were just going to be drinking like grass. Grassy tea. Oh, there's a bunch... It's like... <clears throat> Grass and rhubarb tea. Yeah, like it's like a mix. I bet this photo came out great. I try. I worked really hard on it. It's a real. It's a real two different uh, things going on here. Like big pieces and tiny little itty bitty pieces. Yeah. And, and a giant lemon wedge. And I'd say no medium pieces. There's nothing medium about yeah. this. <laughs> I hope it turned out well. I, I worked really hard on it. Um, I'm sure it did. Sometimes when the tea is prettier, I I, I will artfully pose it. Mm-hmm. I was trying to stand up the lemon wedge in the background. You'll see it on Instagram, peeps. Um, just know that me and the lemon wedge went through some stuff together in Matt's kitchen. Now, as I was trying to get it to cooperate in my photo. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something about this this tin. The lid feels like it's gonna come off at any moment. It feels like it's gonna come off at any moment. There's a person doing yoga in the background of this, the top of this lid. Oh, I did not notice this. Uh, it is somebody doing tree pose, if I'm not mistaken. Arms above the head, leg, or foot, like, leg bent, so foot is in the thigh of the person okay. standing. Believe tree pose is the correct term for this. Uh, so maybe there's some sort of a yoga thing going on here. I mean, it is a, well, no, I don't know. Some sort of yoga thing. <laughs> yeah. So I cannot account for the origin of this tea because it was my roommate's, but he moved out and he left it behind. So it's the apartments now. But Emily's being very coy about it being her tea now. It's <laughs> she, she drinks the most other, tea. Other people at my apartment drink tea. Yeah, but if I moved out, I don't know if I would take this tea with let's me. Let's be honest about how much tea I is you and how much tea is everybody else. It's mostly me. I'm just saying I do not feel ownership over this tea. This tea is its own individual member of the household. I guess for the listeners at home I mean, maybe your roommates listen to the podcast, but I would just if I was you, I'd just be like, This is my tea. <laughs> this is my tea. <laughs> Um, but I'm a greedier person than you. Wow. Wow. Thank you for admitting that. Anyways, back to my story. I cannot account for the origins of this tea because I did not buy it. Although maybe it's mine now. I don't think it is. I think it's its own individual. However. Let's do a poll on Twitter and have people (laughs) fill that out. However, I recently went to a Christmas holiday market with my dad when we, when he was visiting me. And we went to a tea place, and this was the tea place, Spice Professors, and I bought two other teas, so expect where, those coming up in months ahead. Where was this market? I went to the one at Bryant Park. The, like, holiday market yeah. thing? Okay, so this probably is, like, a just, like, a small little operation. Yeah. Um, not that all those places are that way. That episode that has already opened. It opened before Thanksgiving, yeah, and it goes mm-hmm. until January 5th, which I remembered because that's my birthday. Wow, happy birthday to you. Cinco day January. January. <laughs> um, thank you for wishing me happy birthday. Now you can't wish it to me on my birthday because you already did it. Oh. You well, get, I'm gonna keep doing it. You get one birthday wish <laughs> per year. Um Well, it'll be next year. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's the great thing about having a birthday in January. Everyone's uh happy birthday resets. <laughs> Everyone's wish resets. Um cool. I don't have anything else to say about this tea. Yeah. Uh, hey. Yes. Matt. 
That's me. Matt, friend, colleague. <laughs> colleague. <laughs> Co-host. Co-league. Co-league. <laughs> um, would you describe, just hear me out for a second. Would you describe this tea, this Spice Professor's Ginger Lemon Thai Rude Boy Tea as your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Um, this is my cup of tea. Oh my god, there was such a long pause. I was concerned. <laughs> it's good. It's um, it's uh, it's nothing over the top. It is a tea. It is better than uh, a lot of teas. It's still be- It's still like above. It's still like a um. I'd still call it artisan, but it's not snooty about it. Mm. There's where I want. That's why I wow. want to say it's not a snooty tea. Okay. I think we have a lot of snooty teas on here, and uh, so I what to, all that is to say is I think it it actually would be a good entry level tea uh, for someone trying to to up their tea game would be something like this where it's like not like crazy intense and or crazy strange or super complex, but it's good. Right. And I would drink this again, especially if I was sick. Okay. Invite me over to your apartment next time I'm sick so I can have some. Because this is your apartment's tea and not your tea. If you are sick, I will just bring your tea. <laughs> that is greatly appreciated. Um, I do have some ginger tea uh, just hanging around. I believe you had it on the podcast. Um, Got someone to ask me? Maybe I have two. Uh, Emily. Matt. I do have a question for you. Oh, thank God. It's going to sound a lot like the last question that just got asked to me. But I'm going to word it my own way. Okay. Uh, Emily, Matt, Emmy, Emmy, as I'm now allowed to call you. Oh God! Do you find this ginger lemon tie tea to be your cup of tea, or not your cup of tea? Matt, thank you so much for asking. I'm mm-hmm. going to tell a story. Oh boy! I this tea has been in my apartment for over a year now, maybe a little less than a year. I don't know. It's been in my apartment for a while, and I've had one cup of this tea. This cup or one cup prior? One cup prior. Two cups total. And I want to talk about why that is. I, hmm. my roommate brought it. I was like, I'll try it. I tried it and it was okay. It was okay. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, eh, I have other teas. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to drink this tea. I have other teas. Other communal teas. Tea. <laughs> um, don't interrupt my story. Communal tea. Anyways. <laughs> anyways i kept putting off this tea and then i was like i should have it on the pod maybe i'll drink it more and i don't know if i will it's fine it's not my favorite i don't think i like rude boy tea that much rooibos um we're never gonna get it right (laughs) maybe that's the charm um and i think i would describe this tea as meh my cup of tea I'm gonna really need an answer on this one. Um, I it's my cup of tea. It's just meh about it. Okay. It's a meh, my cup meh of tea. I cup of tea. <laughs> we can turn it into more of a pun. We can lean into the pun of it. Mm. Meh. Yeah. Um. Okay. So it's still two for two. <laughs> okay. It counts. Would you say this tea soothed and relaxed you? 
It did. I'm really chill. I know I started off this podcast hot, but I think I'm like, I'm so slow now. Now I'm just falling asleep. Matt has really faded into the couch. He started <sighs> upright and now he's just really faded. I, I adjusted the microphone stand. Yeah. I'm also realizing that this is the first extended amount of time I've talked to anyone all day today. <laughs> I should have done like vocal warm ups before this. Mommy made my mash my M&M's. Unique New York. I'm Anchorman. Um, I can't think of any other ones. Um, Matt used to make us say, today is a great day to podcast oh, yeah. before we start podcasting. My old, uh, what would you call that? Just a warm up or? Yeah, I don't know. It was like a test phrase was really what I was yeah. going for. Today is a great day to podcast. Oh, is it, I'm already doing better. <laughs> Tea talk done? Tea talk complete. There we go. Hey, Matt. That's me. Prior to my belief before the start of this episode, I have the big topic this week. Yes. Emily came to me and she says, I have the big topic, right? Or no, I have the little topic, right? Good. I already have one. All at one sentence. <laughs> and I said, no, Emily, you do not have the little topic. You have the big topic. Yes. But my topic's fine. However, we can't talk about my topic yet mm-hmm. because it's time for Matt's mini topic this is true and i would love to know what it is yes and for the listeners at home if this mini topic feels like it went on a little longer than normal that's because emily didn't know she had the big topic to the, right now or not right now but um you know about uh we worked it out 30 minutes ago we worked it out we mm-hmm. worked it out we worked it out matt what's your topic here's my mini topic um mini and a half my mini topic <laughs> um my mini topic is bar arcades. Barcades or bar? Bar arcades. Okay. Two words. Okay. Now, New York City has uh, a chain because there are more than there is more than one. I'd say it's definitely a chain. There's one in Jersey City. Um, it is. A, it's a small chain. A lo- a local chain. I don't know how. Like you know, chain t- typically is like a disgusting term and you're like yeah it's a chain and everyone's like Ugh. i love chains yes people in general you know can be so so donald mm-hmm. trump loves chains uh that's why he knows that a burger at mcdonald's is gonna be the same anywhere he goes anyways i want to say real quick mm-hmm. not every burger is the same Keep okay going. that's true um but uh <laughs> new york has yeah it's bar it's called barcade and there are a bunch of them I've been to almost all of them now, except I have not been to this Jersey City one yet. <laughs> but there's one in Williamsburg. There's one on the. Uh, there's one in Midtown. Yeah. There's one in St. Mark's. Uh, whatever you'd call that area, East Village, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Lower East Side, whatever. Um, if I missed any, whatever. So I think those are the original. It's called Barcade. It is a barcade. They took the word bar and arcade. They mashed them together. Smushed them. And now I've discovered they're all over the place. They're spreading like wildfire. I knew there was one in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Uh, so when, so speaking of wildfires, when I was in California, I went to two. Uh, and that was like the beginning of me realizing that this is like, that they're everywhere. So on my bachelor party, which I may have mentioned on the episode where that came up, uh, that I went to a bar arcade there. It was called Arcade, but spelled with a four instead of uh, an R, I want to say. So Arcade with a four. 
which is like so in the part of Boston and or technically Cambridge that is in, it's called Area Four, aka A Four. So the A Four Cade, like arcade. Anyways, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's in like a that's in the back of a, it's in like a speakeasy kind of place where there's mm-hmm. a restaurant in front and it's like a real speakeasy where there's actually a semi hidden semi hidden door that you go through to do mm-hmm. drinking and arcade games. Um. But then when I went to California, I went to two different barcades, bar arcades, uh, and people there call, just call them barcades, which I guess it's like a genericized uh, noun yeah, or whatever, you know, Kleenex and all that. <sighs> Kleenex, Band-Aid, uh, you know, all of them. Uh, and the rest. Dumpsters. Is it dumpster? I don't know. Yeah. Dumpsters are, uh, dumpster is a genericized uh, noun. Noun. And um, anyways, I went to one called Button Mash and another place called District or the Arts District or something. Let me look at it. I have tokens in my hand. It's called... Matt is holding a token. Arts District. I grabbed these from my desk so I could get the names right of the places. Uh, I have a Barcade one too, even though I definitely know that one. And uh, and Button Mash. So I kept tokens from the... Mm-hmm. I've kept tokens from many of the places I've been. Did not keep one from the one in Boston. I wish I had now. Unless I did and I don't remember where it is. Um, but yeah, I like to keep a token. A, a token of appreciation. Think of what you could have exchanged those tokens for. You could have cents. gotten a piece of candy. Tokens aren't... For, no, it's for... You can't oh, play you a game. Can, I guess you can't <laughs> re- can't return them. Um, um, yeah. Just um, keep one. I what, actually do have a bunch of barcade ones, which I could take some of them back. Um. What are your favorite games to oh. play? Well, so let oh, me let me sorry. go on my journey of arcades. So then I went to these two there and I was like, wow, these are going all over the place. And then this wasn't going to be a topic on the podcast until I went home uh, for Thanksgiving wow. and I found three more arcades in my home, my humble hometown of Worcester, Massachusetts, which is uh, like, okay, New York, Boston, Los Angeles. Yeah, you got to have tons of bars, have the bar arcades, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. My little Worcester <laughs> already has three barcades. Or That's a lot of barcades. Two, one of them, I guess, is a console one. So they have like, I guess at that one, they have like Nintendo and PlayStation and stuff. I have not been. The other two have not opened yet, they're, but they're imminently opening. Um, and one, call, one was called Free Play, which I guess instead of that one, instead of buying tokens, you just, it's a cover charge and then it's unlimited play for free. Mm-hmm. And then I forget what the other one's called. Uh, <laughs> but this, so there's going to be three very shortly. And I'm like, wow, this is a bubble that's going to burst. <laughs> Let's talk about it on the podcast before it does. <laughs> um, So I've been to one in Columbus, Ohio. I don't know how many bar kids they have in Columbus, Ohio. I've been to one. Yeah. Um, I think it was it was similar to just a regular barcade. There were games. Although they also had consoles that you could be like, I want the controller for like 15 minutes and they'd give you the controller and you can play like mario kart yeah um i never want to play mario kart but i did play (laughs) um it was a good time there are no barcades in lancaster ohio unless i missed them well listeners write us tbd podcast at gmail.com um if you have a barcade somewhere actually honestly i would love to hear about all your barcades that would be a fun thing for people to email us about (laughs) And um, maybe we'll list them off on an, an upcoming episode. Mm-hmm. I enjoy a bar that has a, pl- a plethora of board games to play. All right. That's not what this is about. So, um, <laughs> that, 
So a bar, uh, I should explain completely what bar arcade is before yeah. we go too much further. But now that they're everywhere, I feel like people know what they are. They have arcade cabinets typically from the 80s and, um, I mean, through present day, but 80s through the mid 90s are probably the most popular ones. Yes. Uh, which I think is funny because uh, now they're all basically all these old arcade cabinets because all the arcades are closed because no yeah. one goes to arcades anymore unless it's like uh, some kind of like beach um, boardwalk situation yeah. or like a carnival or something. I feel like arcades are, you know, they're they're very much all closing. But it turns out all they had to do was turn 21 and start serving beer <laughs> because now all the people who grew up with arcades or played video games... In the eighties and nineties, are like, let's go play, let's Tetris. go to the, let's go play arcade games and drink. Let's go have our yeah. porters and our IPAs and play Donkey Kong and uh, Pac Man. <laughs> and I gotta say, I agree. And I actually wasn't even, I was not a big arcade person as a kid. I did like go to Chuck E. Cheese and stuff, but those weren't like the eighties arcade cabinets. Yeah. I played, I played like the dumb arcade yeah. games, um, which these have them too sometimes, but. It's more like the older ones, which are, they yeah, they tend to be the cooler ones. I think the early 90s probably had the best arcade games. Because um, to answer your question that I trampled over a while ago, uh, yes. what my favorite games are, I'd say it's a probably a tie between three different games. Wow. Um, if I'm being honest, oh, I'll tell you which one is probably my truly my favorite game at the end of this. But the tie is probably between the four-player Ninja Turtles game, where you mm-hmm. can each be a different Ninja Turtle. Which one do you want to be? I prefer being. I think I prefer uh, Leonardo because he is the most well-rounded. Okay. Uh, character because his his weapon has a real uh, Renaissance man. An okay reach. Well, they're truly they're all right. <laughs> I know, but yes. <laughs> Uh, so Donatello is a popular favorite because his weapon is the longest, so mm-hmm. you can fight people from the furthest away. But uh, he's also kind of slower than Leonardo is, whereas Michelangelo and uh, Raphael have two shorter weapons. And you're going to get hurt too easily. So I'm going to go with Leonardo. I, I tend to go straight down the middle with any game. I like the average character. I like playing as Mario in like Mario Kart, even though he's like he's medium weight. He's not lightweight. He's not heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's not. Enti- that's actually a lie. I like playing as Bowser <laughs> in Mario Kart. That's not what this is about either. Nah. Um, yeah, get out of here. I know. Uh, although that is a, there is an arcade version of Mario Kart, which is very fun, where you sit down and you play, and you race around. We played it once, you and I. <laughs> I know, and I did not win. Um, but those aren't typically at barcades. Those are more of like a movie theater, yeah. bowling alley kind of arcade game. Uh, anyways, back on topic. Uh. The Ninja Turtle one is great. I've played that one probably the most total times in an arcade. And it's just like having four people playing at once is also like just so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Ninja Turtles is awesome. Uh, second in this trio of best games is the a similar style game, four players. Uh, everyone is a Simpsons character. And it's a, the, uh, it's also, I should say, the Ninja Turtle one and the Simpsons one are both beat-em-up games. So you're just scrolling along in the level and you're punching and whacking and kicking and doing whatever. The Simpsons one, like, it has more Simpsons-specific uh, things where, like, Marge has a vacuum she hits people with. <laughs> um, 
And yeah, they're just, they're beat-em-ups and there's not much story going on. They're yeah. just sort of going through levels and you get, it's nice because there's cameos of characters you like. And um, as a, a, a longtime Simpsons and Ninja, Ninja Turtle fan, I just like the nostalgia. Like, yeah. Those are straight up nostalgia. Give it to me. Yeah. Um, I want to see all, and the, the Ninja Turtle one is like, using the characters from the cartoon like specifically like using everything from the 80s 90s cartoon to keep you into it it's not like based on the comic books or based on the movie or any of that stuff it's like no it's all the same crap from the cartoon that i was hooked on as a kid yeah um and then the simpsons is obviously based directly off that cartoon but that's not as much in question i think as the uh ninja turtle one might have been and then my third favorite in this trio is um, the X-Men game, which I believe you could have up to six people playing at the that's same pl- time. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of tokens. Yeah. And you're each a different member of the X-Men. Uh, let's see if I can name them off. Um, Storm, <laughs> Wolverine, uh, Cyclops. Uh, this game had uh, Colossus, who was the one who could turn into metal from the Deadpool movies. Uh, the Dazzler, uh, which is maybe slightly more known as um, Jubilee, although not the same character, but shoots fireworks and mm-hmm. stuff. And six, I'm going to say is, um, I just had this, oh, it's Nightcrawler, who has like, got transportation powers. Mm-hmm. I might be, the only one I'm unsure about there is maybe the Wolverine one, if he's maybe switched out for someone else. But, that's them yes who do you like to play as um oh i like them all they're all fun except for nightcrawler he's lame (laughs) dazzler's pretty cool uh shooting fireworks out storm's cool yeah uh i the last time i played it which was in los angeles i was like switching around to Mm -hmm. all the different characters because i would die and like we didn't have six people playing so i could just like switch to a different person um and those three are great. I think the X-Men is maybe the most fun one, especially if you could get like six people playing, which I've never experienced. Um, I also think there is a four player version of that game, a slightly smaller version. Yeah. But uh, those are, those are great. And I think I love as much as I, as much fun as I can have like playing Tetris or Donkey Kong or Pac-Man or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather play something with other people yeah. and the more the merrier. Mm hmm. That's my whole vibe with video games. I like, I like, I, I don't, I like a good single player game, but I love multiplayer stuff. Mm-hmm. I, there's no more fun in my life than having a bunch of people playing video games with me at the same time. <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, I'm going to share something with you. I'm very bad at video games. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like when I play group video games, I'm just really holding everyone back and I'm just, I'm very bad. Um, so I prefer the individual games. Give me Pac-Man. Give me Tetris. Honestly, um, stop at those two. I, mean, I don't need if, Donkey Kong. <laughs> if you're playing, I mean, a game like uh, a game like the three that I just mentioned. If you die, you just put another token and you keep going. So it's like, I don't care that you're getting your ass kicked. <laughs> like it's up. It's it. It'd be kind of funny. It'd be like, hey, Emily doesn't know how to play this game, <laughs> but it wouldn't be like annoying that you yeah. couldn't do it. I mean, there are games like there are arcade games aren't that way. I think the whole thing with arcade games is they don't want you to be annoyed at them. Yeah. They want you to keep playing them. So you keep putting your money in. Yeah. Which actually strikes me like the, the place that I found out has like, uh, is going to have like a cover charge. Yeah. 
five dollars on weekdays ten dollars on weekends wow um like i don't know how i feel about that because like now you can just keep playing a game with unlimited continues yeah which is great for beating the game but uh, but bad for sharing <laughs> very bad for sharing <laughs> i mean the only reason i ever leave tetris is because i lose which is not very often because i'm very good at tetris mm-hmm. although the arcade tetris tries to screw with you a little more yeah for it i'm a game boy freetetris.com on my computer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but that's not an arcade let me tell you no nor is it a bar <laughs> um i'd go to a tetris bar i do love uh, i'd go to tetris bar too um i love uh i love barcade it, the barcade uh because it has like also the best some of the best beer in new york probably i was gonna bring beer. this up yeah they always have good cider selections they are very good they're one of the best beer places in new york um and a lot of these other ones have really good beer too i just can't vouch for them as hard as no. i can barcade um my biggest problem with the one in midtown is that it's always so crowded you can never get a table that's true although we went uh didn't we go and when was, troy like, no, was here many people yeah yeah but even that was a high top i'm okay sorry it was fine and we uh, did get a table and i thought of that as i told my story but most of the time you go and there's usually a big party in the front area and they're taking up all the tables. It's about going at the right time. Yeah. I, I've definitely gone to those. I've definitely gone to a bunch of them at different times and been like on the empty side. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The one in Midtown can be that one can be the craziest one. In fact, the time that we were there and did get a table, I felt like that was one of the least crazy times I've ever been there. Um, but yeah, I love a good. I mean, I do like arcades. I'm not like a nut for the older ones. Like I'll, usually if I go, I'll play like Donkey Kong like once i'll spend one quarter on donkey kong mm-hmm. and then i'll be like well that was enough on donkey kong uh i have a few friends who really love tapper which is a, a game where you pour beers for people <laughs> like is uh you all you have is like a joystick that like is the draft like the tap uh yeah. thing whatever those are called <laughs> tap head i don't know <laughs> and then Uh, there's a thing where you like change bars and you have different there's different bars you're in in the game like there's i think feel like one of them's like a nightclub and one of them's like a german like uh beer garden thing Mm -hmm. and you're there's a root beer version too but uh this is the original is a budweiser sponsored thing (laughs) and you serve people beer and my friends seem to really like it i think it's fine (laughs) um i think there's something about some of the older ones there's a simplicity to them where it's just like all there is is a joystick or all there is is a joystick and like a couple buttons. Yeah. Where a lot of the beat em up games like a street fighter, like the more complex ones, like have all these combos you can yeah. do. And even though, even the ones I mentioned earlier, like the X-Men and the Ninja Turtles and stuff, you can get really good at them. I'm not particularly good at them. I just have a fun time and I like. Like being uh, a part of a team. I like being a part of a team. And those are the, those are the bigger like team up games. Yeah. Or I think those three are the most popular for that i want to i can't think of any other big time like four player team up games i'm sure there are others but there's a lot of two player games Mm -hmm. in arcades but not a lot of like four and four or more Mm -hmm. i think if i owned and i've thought about this before because i would love to own one of these games it's gonna be one of my questions Uh, go ahead ask it hey matt if you could have one of these games in your apartment which one would it be see that's what's so frustrating about this loving those three the, the same i think i'd probably pick the x-men one which really shows you i do love that one um i think because i while i do like the x-men as a intellectual property i uh i know i'm nostalgic i know the ninja turtle one is complete nostalgia <laughs> 
and I know the Simpsons one is because I love the Simpsons. I don't know if I would love the Simpsons one as much if it, you know if you took everything about it and put on a different intellectual mm-hmm. property. I don't think I would like it quite as much. Um, or if you know if I didn't know the Simpsons, whereas I think the X Men game is fun no matter who you are. Yeah, anyone would anyone could have fun with the X Men one. Yeah. Um, also, because some of the char- a lot of the stuff in it is like obscure enough where like. I don't even like I don't even I won't even be shouting what it is I mean I guess if I owned it I would figure out what everything was (laughs) but like um yeah I don't think it I think X-Men in general maybe requires some of the least amount of like knowledge going into it like if you're gonna go see a movie might as well just like you don't need you don't need all the backstories they're gonna explain it all for you or it's not necessary it's just a bunch of characters uh fighting each other (laughs) it's fine um yeah that's what I would go for. Um, I often will go to a barcade and not play any games. Boo. <laughs> I I just don't. When we went that one time with Troy, I didn't play any games. You didn't play any games. I actually I don't think I did either. I think it was just a place to go. Yeah. Um uh I think that's actually why oh, that's why I have a bunch of coin uh tokens from Barcade because I somebody put them down next yes. to us and I just like took them and we never played anything. <laughs> Um, they left. I wouldn't steal them from anybody. Matt stole from a child who was at the bar. They shouldn't have been there. That's why I stole from them. Um, I actually realized my actual favorite um, arcade game is Pac-Man. I think it's fun to use the joystick to go around. Um, yeah. Pac-Man is good. I like Pac-Man more than Donkey Kong. Um, I agree with that statement. I yeah. agree. Um, Those little ghosts chasing after my little... My little my little bowed girl. Inky and Blinky and... Mm-hmm. Pinky. Pinky. Spanky. Uh, and the other one. Yeah. And you go over and then you follow. The reason I'm good at Game Boy, um, Pac-Man on my Game Boy is that I know the pattern of the ghosts. The problem with... Um, they all have patterns. That's the whole deal. I know. But the problem is when it's... It's probably the exact same as on my Game Boy, but the timing feels different and it's like different to move around. Um, and yeah. so I have to, and, and I don't want to spend all that money to be able to get the pattern and figure it out. Yeah. All, any arcade version of a game is going to be, even if it's the exact same game, mm-hmm. it's going to be a little different. Um, but like there are some arcade games that have had like home releases. They're still different. Whereas tetris and all the, a lot of those those are almost completely different games like even the home version is not it's not like a direct yeah copy it's like oh we took this i mean tetris is probably the biggest example of that um because tetris has been ma- remade <laughs> probably a thousand times and like Ugh, what a perfect game different um different modes different consoles different computers different like form factors like been made for watches probably i'm sure you can play it on oh, oh like graphing calculators and all that yeah. stuff um graphing calculator wow ti89 i had a ti83 and actually i just found it i don't remember what i had but i think when i was in high school i think ti83 was the big one but then i think maybe i did have like ti86 or something Mm -hmm. i just found mine when i was home also on thanksgiving did you bring it back to new york with you i did not bring that back i i brought some other things back but not that wow We'll see next. We'll see what I bring back for Christmas. <laughs> what Christmas presents I bring myself? A graphing calculator. I certainly hope it's that. Um, that might be something I can get rid of. <laughs> um, Those things are see, so expensive. 
yeah and yeah i should just I, should, I don't know why they were unnecessary like now you just do you could do everything you did that on those on a phone now i'm sure phones are more powerful obviously yeah um whatever like the like i remember getting like a scientific calculator and like all you know all the buttons yeah. like not a graphing calculator but it has tons of stuff and now i just have a phone that has every button you could ever want on yeah. a calculator on it a really expensive calculator our phones that's mm-hmm. what they are i do do a lot of calculating on my phone tips calculate mm-hmm. tip on there i usually just do my rent uh, not not rent my utilities and then my roommates pay me back well um it's big science that i got going on yeah. on my phone graphing it all um that's all i have about barcades bar arcades i think they're well, fun they are fun there's so many of them now they're everywhere i think they started with arcade here that's the first one i ever went yeah. to was here uh like six years seven years ago and i was like this place is awesome <laughs> and now they're everywhere yeah i don't think there's any Lancaster Ohio. although maybe we should get one mm-hmm. dear Hey, we got three in Worcester. Dear Mayor <laughs> of Lancaster. The mayor of Worcester? Uh, the mayor of Lancaster? The yeah. horse? He's not a horse. Actually, our last mayor, before he even became mayor, was a constant scandal and his wife had like stolen money or something. My mom mm-hmm. could tell the story so much better. Um, I'll have her talk about it. I, I was saying horse because it sounds like you're saying mayor. M-A-R-E. Oh. You're saying mayor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not because you're from like Ben Wyatt's hometown or whatever. No. Uh, <laughs> okay. Nice town clown. My topic is complete. Uh, take Matt's topic done. Now, Emily, Matt, you have a topic this week as well. It is it is technically the big topic, even though I already spent 24 minutes on barcades. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Um, what is your big topic? Um, my topic is actually something that could be made better by okay. having a barcade in it. Wow. My topic today. Your hometown? No. <laughs> my hometown is perfect. Um, my topic <laughs> is airports. Whoa. Yeah. Airports. Yes. I love them. I don't love them. Um, and I think they would be made better with a barcade. Can you imagine? You have Your flight gets delayed. Oh, it's okay. I'm going to go play some Tetris over here. It'd be a great... Dear airport officials, get some barcades in airports. I want to talk about airports um in las vegas they do have slot machines in the uh airport i knew that but i've never been to that one so i cannot share about it you can i just did (laughs) and i'm done (laughs) um i actually was at the um an airport in montana i think bozeman montana and they also had slot slots in uh um the airport and i thought it was strange i didn't play them I was with children. I'm sure there's other places that have them, but I guess a, a lawless land of Montana. <laughs> um, so I recently flew back from Ohio. Um, and I was at the Columbus, the John Glenn International Airport in Columbus, Ohio. The John Glenn is a recent addition. Um, and I want to talk is about John Glenn from Ohio. He is from Ohio, born and raised, baby. I don't know if he was, I think he was born and raised there. Anyways, Columbus, Ohio. And I, you know, I was sitting there and I was thinking, you know what? Airports, great topic. I'm going to tell you what I like to do at airports. I like to plan it to get there an hour and a half early, but then somehow I always get there two hours and 15 minutes early. So I have so much time to kill. And this is what I do. I go to the bookstore. 
all of them aren't there usually more than one yes i if i walk past them i will go in mm-hmm. if i have time to kill give me a hudson news hudson booksellers give me a an individual bookstore i'm gonna go in and i'm gonna browse those books there's a hudson news in um port authority west terminal there's one in penn station let me tell you i bought books there too um i don't need to be at an airport to buy a book and you don't have to be in an airport to go to Hudson News. <laughs> um, I also, um, I like to sit down, charge my phone, play on my computer. But I like to do that last. That's my last thing I like to do. Yeah, you got to do that after you're done walking around. Yeah. Um, I always get a Starbucks drink or other assorted beverage from... A bev. From, from a coffee place. Mm-hmm. Usually a chai tea latte. Mm-hmm. And I like to walk around with it, which is... But then it's annoying because i have my carry-on bag usually my backpack yeah that's the problem then my chai tea latte and i'm trying to browse through books and it's a nightmare yeah yeah moving around luggage is annoying do you have a uh you have a suitcase i do do you uh do you have the kind of that rolls like standing up no do you think those are really cool because i think those look really cool i do think they look really cool. i don't have one of those they look really cool it looks like like I have, I have the one where you have to tilt. Yeah, I it, tilt. Then it has wheels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have the same thing. We have the same jealousy of these people. I think those bags look so like it's like man, they must just zip around the airport. <laughs> it's like uh, their own little cart for their thing. I don't know. It seems so much nicer. It'd be than... so much easier to put stuff on top of. Like I always want to put my my purse or something on top of it. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in the business. I'm in the business for new new luggage. I want. I want to buy something like that. And I've been eyeing what flight attendants have, mm-hmm. um, which is actually somewhat common in New York. I feel like because there's two airports here and a lot of bunch of the air bunch of the flight attendants live here <laughs> and I'll see them on the subway occasionally mm-hmm. and I'll figure them out because they're wearing their Delta uniform or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I see what they're doing for luggage and I go, I, I think I want what they have. Mm-hmm. They would know. They would know their travel. They're, they have it all the time. Would you get one that has a charger inside of it? The away suitcase? Um, does an away suitcase have a charger in it? It does, yeah. Uh, those, look, I, I, those intrigue me, although the charger inside is not necessary for me. Why? Also, can't you not... You wouldn't be able to stow that. That wouldn't be able to go... You have to take the battery out or something. Oh, it comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could stow it in the uh, cabin, but you couldn't, you couldn't yeah. uh, check it. I... It would be a good excuse to not check your bag, though. <laughs> I have listened to so many podcast uh, ads for away suitcases. I see them on the subway. I've never heard. I don't think I've heard a podcast ad for it, though. Mm-hmm. My favorite murder does them a lot. Mm, that's why I haven't heard them. Yeah. Um. I well, uh, I have one more stowing away story. Oh, no. <laughs> it's close enough to the... I don't want to... If we leave, and then I don't want to come back. Okay. Uh, I was on... I was getting on an airplane. So not technically, well, it isn't an airport, although it's in the, on the runway. Yeah. I was boarding a plane and I was in the last boarding group, which I very rarely am in the, like, I'm never like one of the first few because I don't, I'm not like a VIP member to any airplanes, but, uh, well, like I don't have like a credit card. If you have like the card, they usually let you on or if you're, you know, do you get on for being a teacher ever? No. Some airplanes do that. Never heard that. Some of them do it. Um, I think teachers are just as worthy as uh, um, some of the other things they ask to go on Thank early. You. Thank you. Know. If you're going to ask anyone to go on early, I think teachers should be included. Well, anyone who needs um, 
help should be first that i think we can all agree on that one but then you know when they give like special treatment to certain people you know why not include a few more people who are doing service like good service is for the world us web developers don't need priority uh but i was in the very last order group i think it was like e or f or something yeah and so i get on the plane and there's no i'm like the third to last person on this plane Mm -hmm. and there's no overhead storage left even though some people are putting their jackets up there god i hate that which is a massive pet peeve and i almost ratted a guy out for doing it he closed he put that up there had nothing under his chair in front of him and then closed the bin because he knew he was being a jerk about it and he was like hiding his tracks so i'm like i don't want to check my bag i don't want to check my bag (laughs) i don't want to check this bag but i knew that they were checking people's bags at that Mm -hmm. point um and they were like taking people's luggage from the back of the cabin like bringing it up and being like you'll have to get it at at, uh at the the yeah what a carousel or whatever yeah and i'm sort of there and i'm realizing that the person next to me is not there (laughs) like the there's a person in the window seat i'm in the aisle seat and there's Mm -hmm. no one in the middle yeah and i'm like well i could just put this underneath their seat (laughs) And that's what I did. I waited long enough till they were like, we've closed the cabin. I didn't like raise my hand yeah. and be like, I have a bag to check. And I just, as I was like, well, if I'm like the last person on, there's not anyone else getting on here. Yeah. This must be an empty seat. Yeah. So I just shoved my stuff. So I used my un- under seat and the person next to me's under seat. And I did not have to check my, my luggage. And I was I'm so proud happy. of you. I, so yesterday when I flew back, I was like, they From kept me. From Thanksgiving, they kept being like, "We need at least sixteen bags checked. Bring them to the gate." And I kept being like, "No, absolutely not. I'm not. I'm not dealing with that. I already have to take a shuttle to the taxi, then a taxi home. It's gonna take me forever to get home." Shuttle to the taxi? Yeah, at LaGuardia, you have to take a shuttle bus to the taxi yeah. area. This is a new thing in LAX now too. Yeah, you have to take a shuttle to yeah a Lyft, Uber, taxi. It that started two days before I went there, so it was horrible yeah there's no one knew what's um, going on they've definitely streamlined it a little bit at a uh, laguardia it doesn't take that much extra time but it is annoying um and i was like they're not taking this back they're not doing it and so i was in the second not the second boarding group like the second of like the none none of the special ones like, yeah second non-special boarding group yeah. Group b probably it was called main cabin too oh wow what airplane was this delta oh hmm. i don't know I, it took me forever to find where my boarding group on the pass on the thing because it didn't just say boarding group; it said main cabin too. Mm. But I was like, "This is—it's not happening. I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna deal with it." And I kind of maneuvered my way towards the front of my boarding group, and I didn't have to. <laughs> I maneuvered, and uh, yeah, you know what? The, those flight attendants talked to multiple people about putting their jackets up, and you know where I put my jacket the entire flight on my lap like a little blanket. Yeah, I don't. I like. <sighs> You gotta, you can't use the luggage only up there and anything you can put underneath, put it underneath. Some people, I, I mean, this flight that I was on, I, not only was I mad that I had to check, was maybe going to have to check my bag, but I just saw so many people be such jerks about how they were using the overhead space mm-hmm. that I was like so mad. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was probably partially maybe want to cheat the system a little bit. Yeah. Um, I once, um, was flying into Newark and I, I was living in New York and it was like late and I got there and they had taken my bag and like I had to like leave it before you got on the plane and they were going to and they would put it they would put it on the plane and then put it back there. Mm -hmm. And it took them so long to bring those bags back to like the little landing area. 
so long. I was waiting there for like, it felt like a half an hour that I missed the train home. And I was so tired that I ended up paying for a cab from New York, from Newark to my apartment in Brooklyn. And it was so much money. Yeah. All because they took my goddamn bag. I'm still mad about it. That's The thing is, so like, yeah, I mean, it just takes so long for anything checked to come out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's like crazy. <laughs> it's not just the, it's not the act of it being checked. I don't care about it being checked. Yeah. It's like if it was if it could be a, a half as long, a quarter of as long as it takes. Like it's just an obscene amount of time. Like it yeah. does, it does take like 20, 30 minutes and you're like, "Why does it take this long?" Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I kind of know why it takes that long, but it's still annoying. It's very annoying. And I got places to be. Yeah. Notably my home. Where you love to be. Where I love to be. Where no one else is. No one no else one is. from the airport. <laughs> no one from the airport's getting into my apartment. Um, so another reason I thought of airports as a good topic is mm-hmm. that over the summer, you know this, listeners might not, I was stranded at the Chicago airport for, mm, I think, 10 hours-ish. Might have been less than that. Might have been more. It was a long time. I was guessing it was 10. Yeah, 10. 10-ish hours. I got there. I was supposed to be there for like an hour-long layover. That hour-long layover became 10 hours i read an entire book that i bought at hudson news mm-hmm. my sister the serial serial killer would recommend good book my sister the serial killer yes her sister spoiler alert is a serial killer is that like the first line the first chapter my sister is a serial killer um, no but she is helping clean up um a murder that her sister did interesting it's a good book um <laughs> cool <laughs> um I also read on the plane when I was on a plane. I read some Harry Potter. Oh, did you finish it? <laughs> Trying to get all the way through it. I have not yet. <laughs> um, and I, um, the, also on that, that airport trip, this is what really made me think of it, is I took pictures of so many books because I was like, I can't buy all these books that I want to buy. <laughs> they, that, won't, they won't let me on the plane. <laughs> that I'm going to put on my Christmas list because they've been on my book list for a while. There were so many books that I wanted to buy. that's why that's what i love about hudson news they know how to grab you they put the good covers out and they're like buy these books and i'm like okay (laughs) even yesterday when i was like i already had a book in my bag and i was like i'm probably not going to read this book that much my mom and i went to the the columbus airport version of hudson news which i don't remember what it's called but it's not a hudson news and i went through their books and there weren't any really that many good selection of books but i saw one and i was like i need this book and i bought that book and it was in my backpack and i did read it Nice. I also bought gum. Uh, another good purchase to make. Um, I bought a headrest one time, one of those pillow things in an airport. Yeah. One of those really nice ones. There's an express spa or something. Mm, yeah. Like a lot of airports. Yeah. It's a good uh, It's a good pillow. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say it probably was a little more than it should have been, but it was still good. Yeah. I feel like anything at an airport is going to be a little more than it should be. They got you stuck there. That's true. Although I one time I almost did I have like the massage chairs in those like express spa places, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was like for like one little like you know chair massage thing, like not a person doing it, but a chair. It was like fifty dollars. <laughs> I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> uh, these cost a dollar at a mall. <laughs> Again, they got you stuck there. If you want a massage, fifty dollars. I know. Well, it seemed like a, I was like, this does seem like a kind of a cool idea. Fifty dollars? <laughs> no way. Um, another thing I learned about airports on my um, the time I moved into the Chicago O'Hare Airport for ten hours, um, is that they often have 
yoga rooms or like meditation rooms because I went through I was there for a long time I went through literally every single section that I could I did not go into the mother's room because I am not a mother but I did find it I was like that's where that is it was right next to the meditation room um the meditation room had yoga mats it had like a very chill atmosphere I could have done yoga if I wanted I did not want mm-hmm. to because I did not have the right clothes yeah. But I was like, what maybe, is this maybe place? Possibly uncomfortable flight. Yeah. Sweaty. I was uh, just so confused. Why does yeah. an airport need a, a yoga room? The first time I ever saw that was at the Dallas airport. It's a yoga room. And it struck me as interesting. Yeah. Also, it was, it was before I realized Dallas is like a crazy progressive city. And mm-hmm. I was like, yoga in Texas. But then I realized, oh, there's probably tons of yoga in Texas. Yeah. In Dallas, especially. Or Dallas and Austin and Houston. Uh, the places people live. I feel like yoga happens anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, yeah, I don't know. I was being biased about what I thought, uh, Dallas would be. But you've learned and you've grown. I've learned and grown. Dallas is a cool place. I like Dallas. Did I go to a barcade there? I did not. Um. Wish I had now. Do you, when you're at an airport, do you get a drink, like a, an alcoholic beverage? Uh... I have. Um, I tend to fly early, so I feel like it's pre-beverage time. Okay. Uh, though I do, I have some memories of flying later in the day and getting drinks. I think one time I was trapped. One time I was trapped in an airport, although not quite as long as you were. Um, I was in um, Orlando, and I was flying. I had been to Disney World. And it was the first week of January. I think I was probably flying home on your birthday. January 5th. Happy birthday to me. And then you can't wish yourself I can't wish again. myself a happy birthday again. Darn it. Uh, it was either the 5th or the 6th. But yeah, at any rate, um, there was snow. Uh, that being that time of the year, it was snowing in New York. Uh, and actually like crazy blizzards in like New England and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was in, um, I was in Orlando with friends from... Um, friends from massachusetts who all had to fly back there so four people had to fly back there two people had to fly back to new york and they basically canceled like uh all the flights my flight that day was supposed to be late it was supposed to be at like eight or nine at night or or maybe like mm, i don't remember five five in the afternoon or later Mm -hmm. (laughs) sometime after that and they ended up canceling all like the flights to new england and my four friends going to massachusetts had to take a train (laughs) from Orlando to New York and transfer transfer from New York to Boston and then go to the airport in Boston anyways to get their car. The airport is not near the train. <laughs> There's like another whole thing. And then drive in that blizzard home <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. I, don't, I never got the details of how that happened. It took them uh, 36 hours, I think, to get home. That sounds fun. <laughs> uh, all, all said and done. I think it went from like, I think it was like nine in the morning to nine at night, nine in the morning on a Saturday. It's like when they left Yeah. till nine at night on a Sunday or something. That's a nightmare. Um, meanwhile, in New York, uh, they were still flying planes in, but everything was delayed. So I think I was, I believe I was at the airport for an extra three or four hours. Mm-hmm. I do want to say my flight was at nine and I think I had to leave by five to get there yeah. for like, you know, two hours earlier, yeah. an hour and a half earlier or whatever. And then, the nine o'clock flight got pushed to like midnight. Yes. This is all coming back to me. Cause I'm realizing I came back to man. I was back in, uh, and I, for some reason 
I don't know why. Like looking back on this, this is insane that I even did this. But I took the subway home. So I it's like a three hour flight. So I get back to New York at like three in the morning and I still took the subway like all the way from the airport home. <laughs> which I'm like, why didn't I just take a cab? Why did it's I such do a this? long such a long trip? It was it yes, and that time of day. And it's like to like transfer twice or something for me mm-hmm. to get home. I don't I don't remember which uh airline or uh airport it was but it's definitely either way it's a lot of switching uh trains for me mm-hmm. uh that flight was jet blue and they gave uh they gave some money back although it was in a thing that was like money off your next flight and then i never you got to use it because it yeah. expired before i get to take yeah. my next flight <laughs> um your story made me think of well i need to tell my drink story is that the first time i ever had a drink at an airport was when i was stranded at the chicago airport for hours and hours because i thought it would help kill time it did, but it wasn't that great. Oh, I should say, I think I had a beer at the in Orlando. Oh, yes, that's why I got on it. <laughs> uh, I think I had a beer at the bar there. <laughs> um, but so a few flights ago, I was flying home from. Well, I was flying to Ohio. I was flying home from home, so I was flying out of LaGuardia, and my flight had been delayed a few hours. Really, I just get a lot of delays. I was delayed yesterday too. Um. But so I was flying sure out. Always flying in and out of uh, Laguardia. Oh, I was gonna say. Uh, well, yeah, I guess if it's always into Laguardia, I don't know why it's in the Laguardia. Because I was gonna say Ohio. It's a it's snowy a place that has snow. Yeah, but I think that time there was rains in New York. Like it was very rainy and stormy. Mm-hmm. I think it was the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, but one person I don't think was let on our flight because she spent her delay drinking. And she like couldn't stand up. <laughs> she like went up to the like people at the counter and they were like, oh no, like she could not stand up. That is, this was the 10 hour delay? No, this was a different one. Okay. How, uh, I can't believe someone would drink that I much. would say it was like three-ish hours. That is th- so much to drink to get that sloppy. Unless she was drink beforehand. Maybe. I will say that I one time got on, a, uh, got on an airplane, possibly drunk from the previous night. <laughs> <sighs> uh, I was in... I was flying home from Detroit and one of my favorite beers in the whole wide world is from Michigan. Uh, Bell's two hearted ale, the Bell's brewery. And I went to a bar the night before my flight and they had bells there. Now in New York, a bells probably runs you $8 for a draft about that. They were, I think two or $3. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, this is my favorite beer. And I went nuts. I drank way too much. I had a flight at 10 or 11 the next morning. Yeah. Got woken up. Was definitely drunk waking up. <laughs> then uh, driving to the airport, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I just felt awful. And it was the worst flight of my life. I was like half hungover, half drunk, mostly tired. Luckily, Detroit to New York is only like an hour flight. Yeah. Um, so... Not that bad, but it was the worst flight of my life, and I don't know how I made any of it work. And I'm pretty sure I ru- had a rush, like, right over there. I was, like, yeah. so uh, so late because I was, like, so slow yeah. making everything happen. Um, This made me realize something else I want to talk about airports. Security. Got to go through security. Um, So I've recently taken to buying candles whenever I'm in Ohio, when I'm home. And every single time I, I never check a bag. Like I always try to, I try sure. to not to partly cause I don't want to spend the money and partly cause again, I want to just, I just want to jet off that jet. You never want to check a bag. Um, and so I put my candles in my bag and I've done this multiple times recently and every single time they take out my candles to check them, but they're not liquid. They just check them. Yeah. In fact, yesterday when they, 
we're like, we need to look at this bag. I'm like, I think it's my candles. And she opened it up and she's like, yep, it's your candles. I've had, I get, I get stopped a lot too. Um, more than I think I should. Uh, more than more every time, anytime I travel with people, I feel like they never get taken aside. And I'm like, they have to look at my stuff again. It's usually, sometimes it's liquids, but I, I, I abide by all the rules. Mm-hmm. I just, they just don't know what something is when they scan it. Yeah. Oh, I had a, oh, <laughs> I had an empty metal water bottle, like one of those, uh, clean canteen yeah. ones. Uh, and it was em- completely empty. Like, cause I knew you couldn't bring it with whatever. And they yeah. like had to check what that was. And I was like, it's empty. empty. I shouldn't, you know, whether it has something in it or not. Um, uh, and don't these come through here all the time? Uh, yeah. Um, one of my funniest security moments is, um, sometimes I will wear mismatched socks and this is a relevant part of the story. I promise. I'm not just, they're not, they're matching today. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I got, when I, I was in New Jersey at this time, point i was living in new jersey and i had one sock that had like sparkly like glitter threading in them and the other one didn't and so one of my feet had like metallic threading in it and so they pulled me aside after i went through like the security and just checked my ankle that had the mm. metal threading on it and i thought it was the most hilarious thing that metal might be a, a bomb might be it wasn't good. but it might be good uh I did buy a bottle of uh, whiskey when I was in Japan at the airport to take from like the duty free store. Mm-hmm. And then you bring like, so you're already through security yeah, and you have to take it on. Um, have you ever done a duty free, like spent like something that would cost a lot of money. Have you ever bought something like that in an airport? Cigarettes? No. Alcohol? I jewelry? Look, I always look at the duty. Well, if like all the times I've gone to a place that has like duty free stuff, I always look because I think it's fun to look, but I've never bought anything. I just bought the whiskey and I still not opened it. <laughs> um, I, for the most recent time I, when I was flying home from California, I was at the airport a little early, although not early enough to do like a whole bunch of stuff. But I went to like a, it was sort of supposed to be like a, uh, a market style place where it was like, there was a, a sort of Italian food section and uh, baked goods, but it was like kind of, and there was a Mexican food sort of Tex-Mex thing. It was like sort of high class. Like it yeah. looked like a f- like a more formal market mm-hmm. situation. And I bought a bottle of wine there that was like not a full bottle of wine, like a half thing. And I yeah. was like, I'll drink this on the flight home. And then as I'm buying it, she's like, you can either drink this here or or not open on the plane. Or if you open on the plane, you have to do get permission from a flight attendant or you might face a fine and i was like okay <laughs> and i bought it anyways and then i'm on the plane and i'm like i don't want to ask them this <laughs> i don't want to ask and so i just saved it and i still haven't i still wow. have this bottle of wine because i was just didn't want to i didn't want to be a pain <laughs> um i was already snug i was already sneaking on extra to carry on <laughs> um I only have ever had one experience where they were like, you have too many carry-ons and they made me put my purse in another bag. And I'm like, but it's the same. It's the same amount of stuff. But they made me do it. I'm always worried about that because I, uh, whenever I buy pennants from uh, baseball stadiums, mm-hmm. like they don't fit in a thing. So I, I don't want to bend them. So I always have them like in a plastic bag mm-hmm. and they've never made me um, put them away so far. 
which is great because why should you because you can just like slide it next to your seat doesn't even have to go under the seat yeah. and go next to it yeah um but i've always worried about that yeah um another thing i've noticed about airports is that they are at the cutting edge of uh no wait waiters or waitresses technology where you do you sit down you put your order in an ipad and they bring it to you and i just i i don't like it but i get it <laughs> um well at least you get your order in quick yeah but it's probably like then you don't have the anxiety of like i need my check where's my server yeah all those aspects of it like i said i get it i don't like yeah i think i think i actually that would i would prefer that because i don't go to a lot of the sit down places because i'm worried it's going to take too long Mm -hmm. i i don't know if they even have these anymore but i used to like a good chilies to go Mm -hmm. (laughs) the like mini chilies yeah um and even then i'm not i usually not taking that i wouldn't take that on the plane but i would like have it and then eat it near the terminal yeah and then or near the uh gate so then i wouldn't have to worry about being called late or whatever or missing my call or whatever that is most often what i do where i like will go to like i'm gonna say mcdonald's but probably not mm-hmm. and bring it back to the gate and then eat it there but if i have a lots of extra time i will sit at a restaurant I think I've only sat at a restaurant like that maybe like once or twice ever. Um, Cause usually I usually just order like a breakfast sandwich somewhere and I go whatever. Even like Shake Shack sells breakfast sandwiches in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, or I'll go to like whatever random thing that also sells those. Yeah. Or sometimes I went to Starbucks one time and got a little croissant thing. Very reliable. Um, Yeah. airports oh. <laughs> um which airport do you normally fly out of out of new york uh whichever one's cheaper okay i prefer I, jfk um i pretty much always fly out of LaGuardia, and there's one terminal i can't remember the terminal off the top of my head and i hate flying out of it because there's nothing good to look at there's no bookstores there's like a kiosk there's no starbucks there's only like like a soup place and i get soup i've gotten soup there at 9 30 in the morning as a breakfast soup's not breakfast yeah, I think LaGuardia is the bad one for that stuff. Although they, I was, I flew into the fun new terminal, which I do prefer. It's fun. Um, it has a Shake Shack. Ooh, I've, I've been, I think I've been to that Shake Shack. How new is it? Um, is it's like new newer, shack? but I don't know. I don't know when it was made. I think I've been to that Shake Shack. Um, I like flying out of JFK because I think it's easier to get to my apartment from. That's why I like flying out of LaGuardia. LaGuardia is harder for me to get to. But I usually just do whichever one's cheaper. Um, but usually JFK is fine. JFK is easier. JFK is cheaper. JFK is easier to get to by uh, subway and also quicker to get to by Lyft and all that stuff. Like yeah. I feel like it's it's because it's it's more in the middle of nowhere where LaGuardia is like in in the heart of Queens for yeah. some reason. I um. I do prefer flying it out of LaGuardia, even though I don't like the airport as much because it is, it's faster to get to my apartment. Unlike you. Yeah. It's, it's, it takes like 20 minutes on a good day. It took me 25 minutes last night. By a lift? By car. Yeah. I always take a taxi though. By shared ride. Um, well, they started doing it. Even at JFK, the lift situation is different because now it, they pick you up at like a certain spot. Yeah. Which I don't mind. It's like you don't take a shuttle or anything to it. You just uh, you have to go to the right area of the airport. Yeah. It's not so bad. 
could be worse. I could be like LA, <laughs> which actually I think the LA system is actually really great. I just think they should have spent a lot more time training people. Yeah, because everyone seemed to have people that seemed to have no clue what the hell they were doing. Yeah. The drivers had no idea what they were doing. The people like they had all this staff like trying to guide people. They had no idea what they were doing. Because like once I got once I went like okay the shuttle is fine. Then you're there and you're kind of like scoping out. You're like, actually, this is a really good idea because now you just get in line and it's like the old ordering a cab because you're just, it's more first come first serve rather than like, oh, did your driver get here first? Which is yeah. a typical problem with like Lyft and yeah. Uber is like, oh, for some reason the algorithm gave you a driver that was 20 minutes away or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Not 20 minutes, but yeah, further away. Where this, it's like, okay, the, the drivers like queue up and then you just get on in them as you arrive there. Great. Except there's not enough, there's not enough cars. Yeah. Like not enough lifts and stuff. Uh, it doesn't account for when you do shared, like the shared rides, because that's actually a separate thing. Yeah. And they have to go in their like specific queues. So there is like a queue for taxis, a queue for Uber, a queue for Lyft. And the drivers will like just get in the wrong one and they have no idea what they're doing. And there's people who work there. They're like, no, you have to be over here and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how like. Get some signs. I, I don't. Well, there are signs. I just think nobody. Every, it's Everyone's confused and no one bothered to figure it out yeah. beforehand. They're like, I'll figure it out. And yeah. like given like a couple of months, it will hopefully be nice. But also like the demand needs to be met. Like, yeah. There need to be need more, more cars. cars. But I guess also maybe the algorithm or whatever will figure that out eventually. Yeah um because like they literally could just be like loading cars driving them off loading cars driving them off but there'd be huge chunks of time where they didn't have enough cars or the cars are going down the wrong lanes and it was like that part was like the messed up part yeah no one knew what they were doing yeah and i seem to have figured out pretty fast so i was kind of mad that no one else knew what was going on (laughs) (sighs) um do you have anything more you wanted to No, i think i'm good talked about airports we did stuff off my chest yes Good old airports, the comedy hack complaint about how much they hate airports. But we're two normal people. We're not like, I mean, we are comedians, but we're not like traveling all the time. Like, no. We're not fancy. I mean, I'd say you and I are probably above average in the amount of times we've been to airports uh, for like people who don't, like we don't travel for business. Yes. That's that's the point. Yes. Yes. For someone who does not travel for business, we probably do travel by plane more than the average person. I think that's fair. Um. But uh, yeah, we're not home. constantly on planes. Yeah, I've flown. Uh, I've flown twice this year. That's not that many times. Uh, I've flown one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. At least nine times this year. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of flying. Your arms tired. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, spring break there and back. And then oh, that was Yellowstone trip and then the spring break there and back. Yeah, Yellowstone. So that's four. Um, and then twice to go home at the first time of the summer, twice to go home the second time, once, and then I have one more. You know, it's funny. Um, I've probably spent more time in the air than you, but you've probably spent more times in airports than me. <laughs> I don't know. My airplane yesterday, I, they did... Uh, let us hang out in the sky for an extra like half an hour while they waited for a land waited for us to land that that may be true but though i i flew to japan that's true you did you did <laughs> that's You're a big right. that's a big uh, amount of time and my other one was to california so i did my two flights this year were 
uh, long flights. Just so you know, I counted my flights individually, not as round trip. Like I would count yours as four. Four. Yes. Uh, yeah. But still time wise, I was in yeah, just so probably. much, so much air. So much air. Your, but your arms were tired. Because Ohio, how, what's the flight to Ohio? Uh, on a good, good day, hour and a half. Yeah. That's not so bad. Yeah. California is like five hours. Yeah. Uh, is like five hours. Uh, and Japan's like 12 or 14 or something. Yeah, a lot. Each way, or it's different each way, yeah. but not by enough for me to think about right now. Are we done talking about airports? I'm done talking about airports. Bye, airports. Bye, airports. See you later. Um, Smell you later. <laughs> Catch you later. Um, I think we can wrap it up. Okay. Um, do you have a good? Do you have a good podcast today? Um, today was a great day to podcast. Today was a great day to podcast. Um, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook yep. by going to the uh, username TBD Podcast. It's all spelled out T E A B D P O D C A S T at gmail.com. And then email is at gmail.com. Yes. The same spelling at gmail.com. Yes. Please send us emails. Send us emails. Well, send us about your barcades and uh, maybe, a, I guess, your interesting things in your airports. If you yeah. want, if we can, can include both topics in those. If you've ever been to a barcade in an airport, let us know. Mm. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we need to know that one for sure. And we'll fly there we'll and fly there record a special episode. <laughs> um, yeah i guess that's it um did you have anything you wanted to plug nope i will say that in a couple of days from now um december 8th is my sketch team uh souvenirs uh final all new show of the season at six o'clock at the magnet theater new york city i wrote a sketch about new york city uh to be in it should be fun and uh that's all i had. that's all i had so i've Go there. been matt armando <laughs> i've been emily riggins and you've been listening to tbd with matt emily thank you bye